So hello again. We are once again back with our extra episode of the month. And this month I chose Spirited Away with uh, Willow Wisps just because they're kind of the same. Not really, but they kind of have similar-ish-ness to them. Um, just a side note, uh, same as uh, Ben Springs Hotel, I am a little off so i might uh yeah no i'm i'll i'm just like a little off so uh i like it'll be weird maybe it might not be who knows where do things have happened um anyway so i chose spirited away uh kind of different lore that has to do with the phenomenon around the world specifically for fairy lights which are will-o'-wisps um which are somewhat known to be nefarious depending on where you go um anyway that will be this month's episode so i hope you enjoy um so kamakakushi is the japanese word for spirited away uh, and it's used to refer to mysterious disappearance, disappearance, disapp I can speak. I am a native English speaker, apparently. Um, is uh, used to refer to mysterious disappearances or death due to anger, God, angered gods. It was common for children in old-timey Japan to disappear only to reappear at a shrine a few days later, claiming that a god had taken them. And there is also a legend of Tono, where people disappear into the forest and either wander out lost, broken mentally, and disoriented, or others get shot or lost in the forest forever. It's only recently that this phenomenon has kind of become popular again. Because um, before it was only in that kind of era, but popular culture with, of course, Spirited Away the movie and like different manga and books and stuff like that have brought it to be more popular again. Um, I know we have a little good bit about this, <laughs> which is, we're starting on a butt, so I'm sorry. But as time has changed, the story's changed as well. The term itself lost its connection to the powerful and menacing nature and became a replacement for the disappearances of everyday things. One thing remained unchanged, the desire to get lost and to sever all ties with society and civilization. This is the core of Kamikakushi, the only path to become free in any way possible. In a few stories collected by Yanagita about this phenomenon, a reader can discover a regular pattern. This pattern is somewhat scary considering the relatively small territory that and time span of the stories. As an example may serve, story number eight, the young girl playing under the pear tree disappears suddenly without a trace. The only thing that remains is her straw sandals. She comes back 30 years later as an old woman in ragged, but not dirty clothes. With a hint of a smile, she explained that she wanted to see everyone once more for the last time. 
and disappeared for a second, final time. This is a typical example of kamikakushi. There are others, and among them, another pattern appears. Person who is predestined to meet with kamikakushi is a hunter. It is him who always meets hidden by the god person. Uh talks with them, and sometimes kills them. The explanation explanation is simple and lies in another pattern. Each case of the Kamikakushi takes place in uh, particular surroundings. If we take a look at the time of it, it is always or almost always dusk or twilight. It indicates that whoever is kidnapping its people do not belong to the human world. The other premise to the same conclusion the pla pa place, sorry, I can read. Um, it is always wild nature on the ridge of premise to the same conclusion, the place. It is, oh fuck, I went back to the same spot. <laughs> I'm not doing well. Anyway, uh, a ridge of civilization, for instance, stream, gorge, waterfall, etc. These two circumstances lead us to one conclusion the humans behind. The beings behind hiding are not human. According to Mercia, Iliad's conception of sacrum and profanum. But here's another where another doubt appears. Some Kamikakushi women tell the hunter that their spouse, Kami, which would be a god or Ijin, uh, which I believe is... I don't remember what Ijin means. So, um, sorry. Uh, ate the children and that they delivered to him. This shrine, a light on the concept of that kamikakushi, may be nothing more than a slight form of insanity, and why the hunter is one who have the opportunity to meet the hidden folk. Hunter is... A someone who is neither a villager nor wild. He also stands on the border between worlds. That is why, in my opinion, he is the m most frequently met by the kamikakushi. In modern Japan, where civilization removed every hidden place of unnatural power, kamikakushi as a phenomenon managed to survive. It slightly changed its meaning. It no longer depic depicts hiding by the gods, but it became to be treated as a substitute for every disappearance. That is why some teenagers on the website devoted entirely to Kamikab... <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> and I'm dying. I'm sorry. Um, devoted to Kamikakushi is called Kamikakushi Dome. Write about lost ball pens as the phenomenon. It also appears in movies and TV series but is always explained in more or less scientific terms. Often missing person being found dead, and the culprit is always human, not supernatural being. Kamikakushi indicated, indicates nowadays the longing to be free, away from society and restraints, even if one has to pay the highest price. It has always had such a meaning, and in my opinion will never lose because Japanese people bound typer, the rules and own society will always feel the need to be unique and free, and to roam carefree through the wild forest. Uh, 
That was by ethlin.blogspot.ca. Um, yeah, I, and I think it was part of maybe a dissertation that he was writing or thesis. I'm not sure, but I would recommend reading it if you are interested in the phenomenon. <laughs> And just, yeah, it's good. Anyway, um, sorry for dying in the middle of it. Um, yeah, so basically it's being taken away by a god, but it's not so much a thing anymore, whereas we have another type of thing which is the fairy lights um or will-o'-wisps which will guide you both of them are considered to be somewhat nefarious um only a few with good intentions i don't know if that's the right word but um will-o'-wisps are sometimes good sometimes yeah, let's call them sometimes. Um, mostly bad, but whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, it just depends on where you go. Uh, Will-o'-wisps are known in the UK to appear over bogs and more, which are dangerous because travelers are known to be drawn to the lights and then leave the path. Which is not good, because you will die. Um, there are many names for this particular phenomenon, both in the UK itself and across the globe. But most have a common, like, have something in common, which is the fact that they're a blowing, glowing ball of light. Um, which, yeah. And they all have legends. Um, that include the devil basically from what I've found some don't but let's go with yes um, the Irish version being it's my favorite story being a human trickster unable to enter heaven for the amount of time he spent tricking the devil he tricked the devil twice because the first time he wanted to finish his drink and the second time he just wanted to trick the devil um, and apparently, if you trick the devil twice, you're not allowed to go to heaven. Um, and the English version being a blacksmith who simply wasn't a good person. His coal being the light that you will see. Um, Mexico's version is that these lights are witches or brujas. But what they do is disputed upon the region that you go to. Um, another one that Mexico has... Um, like lore that they have is that it is a money light where the light guides only children. So this one is one of the only good ones that I found where it would lead kids to treasure or to, to money and the adults would have to follow the kids because only the kids could see them, which is awesome because your kid gets to go for Trevor treasure um in massachusetts uh there is a swamp where these lights are commonly seen 
Louisiana has the Fifule, which was a soul come back causing mischievous acts. Or another thought on the Fifule is that it was an unbaptized child because Christianity. <laughs> so the America has the same lights, much the same as the others. Um, I've said so far, basically it's um, rote, like it's the same, like they cause mischief or they want you to go off the path or stuff like that. Um, uh, it's just a common thing, f theme for these lights to be bad uh, across the world uh, where they are. So they're also in Asia, Australia, in the rest of Europe, they often appear above marshes, which do release a gas. But either way, uh, they are known to disorient and kill fishermen or footpath travelers, will-o'-wisps, or whatever you choose to call them. They are extremely important in fiction as well. Uh, you've probably read about them in your favorite fantasy and children books and they also appear in music so like um in harry potter they're there <laughs> i don't know other books i can't remember because <laughs> i can think brothers grim <laughs> that's a good one um, yeah, so basically they're in a lot of fantasy books, a lot of horror novels, just stuff like that. I do believe that there is, um, information on how, uh, they were to be, uh, trying to explain this certain phenomenon. But I was not able to find it, so maybe I'm just making that up. Um, another thing is, I believe it, it is the forest in Romania. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I will correct it if I am. Um, there is a forest where lights are common. And you get lost in them. And that's not good because, yeah. <laughs> um, also, they are common in graves, but those aren't will-o'-wisps. I would equate those to being spirit orbs. Um, not will-o'-wisps, uh, which is a different phenomenon. Um, yes, so... Anyway, there's that. And then we have some of my favorite unexplained disappearances, which are um, in 1628, which you have to understand, like, I understand. It's 1628. They're not going to find him. Um, yes, anyway. David Thompson, founder of New Hampshire in 1623, moved his family to an island in Boston Harbor, which is today called Thompson Island in his honor. In 1626, they became the first European settlers in Boston, Massachusetts, and he disappeared in 1628. 
and was never heard from again. Some theorize that he was the victim of foul play, while others suggest that he accidentally drowned in the Boston Harbor. In 1802, James Durham, 45 or 44, the first African-American to formally practice medicine in the United States, disappeared after 1802. People debated why he disappeared. In 1842, Charles Christian Dutton and four other men disappeared without a trace while driving cattle from Port Lincoln, South Australia to Adelaide. With Australia, though, like... Can't you just, like, walk into the outback for, like, two minutes and disappear? That's not nice. Australia, I want to come see you, but I'm scared because everything wants to kill you. Um, in 1857, you might not know this, Solomon Northup, 48 or 49 at the time, an American author most notable for his book 12 Years a Slave, in which he details his kidnapping and subsequent sale into slavery, Northup did not return to his family from his book-promoting tour. No contemporary evidence documents Northup after 1857. 1908. Uh, Bell Gunnis, 48. Norwegian-American serial killer vanished on 28th of April after a house fire, suspected arson because why not with a serial killer, and withdrawing a huge amounts of money from her bank account. So obviously that one is just her disappearing without any help. Um, but I just, serial killer, so. Um, 19 Thomas Marshall, 24, James Ducat, 48, and Donald MacArthur, all lighthouse keepers at the Flan... Flannan Isle Lighthouse mysteriously vanished from their post during a fierce storm on the 26th of December that year and were never seen again. 1910. Dorothy Arnold, 24, was a Manhattan socialite and perfume heiress who vanished after buying a book in New York City. She intended to walk through Central Park but was never seen again. In 1919, Ambrose Small, 56, a Canadian millionaire, disappeared from his office and he was last seen at 5.30 p.m. the 2nd of December 1919 at the Grand Opera House in Toronto, Ontario. 1930 Don't worry, we're almost done these. I just find them fun. Um, Joseph Far Force Carter 40 Crater, sorry, I don't have my glasses on. 41 Associated Justice of New York Supreme Court was last seen on the 6th of August after eating a meal at the restaurant. Judge Crater was never seen or heard from again. His mistress, Sally Lou Ritz, 22, oh wow, way to go for half your age, was falsely said to have disappeared a few weeks later, but was interviewed by, uh, by police as late as July 1937. Crater's disappearance, which prompted one of the most sensational manhunts of the 20th century, was subjected to widespread media attention and a grand jury investigation. 
Crater was declared legally dead in 1939, and his missing persons file was officially closed in 1979. However, cold case squad detectives have investigated new leads as recently as 2005. To pull a crater be later became slang for a person's vanishing. This one, I would hope everyone knows. 1937, Amelia Earhart, at 39, was a famous American aviator. She was the first woman to try, oh fuck, what's this word, circumnavigational flight to the globe. During the attempt, she and her navigator, Fred Noonan, 44, disappeared over the Central Pacific in the vicinity of the Howland Island on the 2nd of July. In 1939, Rita Georgianowa, 38, a governess who later became a murderer after leaving, I'm sorry, I, this is why I added this one, you see, um, after leaving a prison on the 3rd of September was never seen again. Um, there are more like these, and of course they'll be in the description, um, but I like these ones. I also avoided anything with war, sea exploration, because those are super easy, and I also stayed away from more modern ones, because obviously, you know, um, um, like, like, and some of the people on the full list were found, and others were hoaxes, like, and there are some people just decide to leave, like, it's not, like, there's no definitive whatever it's just yeah but uh, there's also like so after a certain amount of years in case you didn't know like people can be declared legally dead i believe it's seven but it might be five um or it might change from state to state anyway um yeah so I just wanted to mention that, yes, there are obviously ones that are, like, not, like, people just disappeared because they didn't want to be found, or go to prison or whatever, or they were obviously the victim of foul play, and their murderer just got away, and the body has just never been found. Um, but there are also the few really strange cases where they just are gone and disappear. Um, yeah, not to be conspirist. I don't know what to think. I don't know. Maybe they're just really good at disappearing. Um, yeah, and people, yeah, I think I mentioned this. I don't remember, so I'm going to say it again, but they just vanish. Because they don't want to deal with that life anymore. And in the old days, you could just, like, walk to the next town and you were a new person. So, <laughs> like, that could be the case, too. Um, a missing persons case that I'm going to mention because it's really fucking weird. And it actually has a subreddit. So if you're into, like, weird missing persons cases or like crime blogs and stuff, then you've probably heard of it. The subreddit is uh, for the Moira, Moira Murray case. Um, 
and there is an entire subreddit where these people are trying to like solve this. Um, it happened, I think in 2005. Yeah. It was also covered by podcasters that I love and they did a two-parter on this. Um, and it's actually really good. They make a lot of great points and there is, it's just weird. So Fat, French, and Fabulous, if you are looking for podcasters who did this uh, particular case, and yes, they're amazing. I love them. They're under comedy. <laughs> um, and I apologize in advance if you go listen to them, but they are amazing. Anyway, all right, so that is this month's special little weird and off the rails, but... I hope that you enjoyed it or some of it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what next month's will be. I'll figure something out. Maybe organ memory in transplant because that is fun and there is scientific evidence about it. Um, if you have a better one, I don't know, contact me. If you have any qu questions, comments or concerns please contact me anyway as always at mindless dwh or on my facebook page which is scary, spooky scary fun time and with that i will talk to you on next tuesday so stay spooky